0: What's going on YouTube and I welcome to Lords of the Longbox the collector series your limited edition run of uh, YouTube shows and stuff uh, and we're going to talk about uh, We're going to talk about variants and some other goodies. So uh, hang tight boys and girls And I know y'all have been waiting, but you're gonna have to wait a little bit longer man Get some intro Shaking oh, bacon, oh, follow oh, oh.
1: back
2: <laughs> but hey man,
0: so just you guys were just waiting. You guys had to wait a little bit longer. So uh Otto had technical issues, and I literally had work calling me 10 minutes before the show aired. Freaking computers. Anyway, welcome to Lords of the Longbox, the collector series. This is our second episode where we'd like to talk about comic book collecting, the hobby, and uh some would give you advice. Or if you have any questions, we're gonna talk about specifically this week about um variant specking, and also um modern slabbing what uh-huh. the do's and don'ts are I got my man nemesis Prime say what's up
2: what's going on everybody con season is officially over here on the East Coast I am just spent socially and just spent Otto what do we got Otto died. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Jesus Christ, all right, Otto, nice Bye. <laughs> I don't know what he's doing, just come and come back in, Otto. Or here, let me uh try that. I don't know, anyway. Uh, the show, uh, Otto, if you see this, uh, <laughs> click back into it. Jesus,
2: what happens so I, I it thought often. Otto was
0: just like has that kind of look that he has every now and then. <laughs> um, so I just like left it alone, but anyway, hey, this show is brought to you. Speaking of variants. Uh, this show is brought to you by KRS Comics.com. Go to KRS Comics. Use the discount code of LOTLB to get 10% off any KRS Comics exclusives. They always have some dope variants. The show is also brought to you by TheGeekySwagShop.com. Go to TheGeekySwagShop.com and you can get these dope ass shirts right here for $20 ship if you use the discount code of LOTLB. And actually, that discount code works for anything in the TheGeekySwagShop. Did I? I forgot to show you what I just got, and I know the Geeky Swag Shop is selling it, and I know this is kind of off-topic, but I got the uh, Bruce Lee diorama
2: Ooh, you were talking about that months ago
0: Yeah, man, this is the uh, uh, B Water statue, so I'm stoked to get that, I got that from my LCS today, Comic tunes and Toys in Tustin um, And Otto will join us whenever he gets back uh, Shout out to everybody in the live chat Dark side Jedi, if you see any good questions, go ahead and pose them. Guys, there's a lot of people in the live chat. So if you absolutely want your question answered, please leave a super chat. It could be 99 cents just so we can see it because the live chat goes through pretty soon. And so last week we kind of talked about um what did we talk about last week, anyway? When is the good time to buy and mm-hmm. sell uh books yep. that are spec based, right? And nowadays movies and shows typically dictate um that kind of news, right? That news cycle.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So this week we're going to talk about something different, man. We're going to talk about variants. And I know Justin is very key to the variant game. Uh, he's getting variants. I get variants every now and then, but I think Justin gets them every Wednesday. So let's talk about um, variants. I mean, variants have been around, and we're gonna I'm gonna put a trivia question up in the live chat. Dark side Jedi, tell me who answers it first and answers it correctly. And hopefully you know the answer. Or uh, I will give away the first appearance of stained glass scarlet. And the question will be later on in the show once we get more people in here. But you know what variants have been around since easily the early '90s, maybe the late '80s. Mm-hmm. The most, the biggest pie variant that everybody remembers is X Men One, the Jim Lee covers, right? There were so many yep. damn variants, but nowadays it's just part of it's part of collecting. I mean, if you poo poo on them or not, it's just <laughs> you know it's just part of uh, the collecting world. Oh, here we go. Hey Otto, welcome back. Hey, what's going on, everybody? What do we got going on tonight? You know, I'm Holy under- Decepticons, he comes in dude. all loud and shit. Oh my God. Here, go ahead. Say hello to everybody, Otto. What's
1: up, everybody? Good to see everybody. Sorry for the technical difficulties here. We're gonna fix that this weekend. I promise. Thank
0: you. Otto was on a 10-megabit connection. Oh um, awful, awful. Out. Are you hardwired now? Are you hardwired now? Yeah, ready to go. Thank God. Thank God. Thank God for that. Uh <laughs> <laughs> so uh, so let's talk about variants, man. Like um First of all, let's say, like, uh, what variants do you like, Justin? Like, when you go and look for new variants, what are mm-hmm. you looking for? Like, what what would typically, are you looking to flip? I mean, there's probably two types, right? There's our uh, yeah. personal sentimental favorites we get, hey, I like this cover. And then there's ones that we get. you know what? I'm going to try to get in early on this, and I can flip it. So mm-hmm. what when you look to flip a variant, what are you looking for?
2: I typically look for the spec of a short printer run. So uh, we can, if you want to really, we'll go right into the Captain Marvel. Uh, we sure. can talk right about that so guys right here captain marvel number eight actually tim show the other one first oh the announcement
0: from yeah uh, the announcement
2: um you know hold on man i gotta put that in there uh i suck <laughs> that's all right and, and i mean,
0: actually no, you know what here talk about the, you know what here talk about something else i actually have right. it on my laptop so listen, I let's to talk upload about, it in oh, yeah. let's talk right, well, about a variant
1: out. today that was one per store that we're already selling because of the damaged books, right? The recalled oh my God. books. I don't
0: know. Are you still on your slow connection? Are we talking about Alex Ross?
1: Um there was something that was going on in the stores. Uh Birdie 1869 was talking to one of my um Do you have specifics? Yeah. I don't, but it was some books were damaged <laughs> and then if you got rid if you destroyed those books, oh. Diamond sent you a variant. Uh, mm-hmm. No,
0: the variant today was Immortal Hulk twenty five. And yes, that's the Alex for Ross. Every regular cover, there was a Virgin variant that was one in five hundred. When I asked my LCS, he laughed at me because he would have had to order three hundred of something else. Or Good so Lord. you figure one in five hundred is the mm-hmm. Alex Ross Virgin variant. When I looked on eBay, those are going for about six or seven hundred dollars. I don't know if anybody actually bought one, but those are
2: the ones. If you can get them early and a one in five hundred,
0: then that's that's your key
2: right there. Yeah, there was, there was definitely a lot for that, this, uh, mortal Hulk 25, but you know, just to go back on, as far as a history of, uh, variant covers, like you said, uh, the most, most well-known one is X-Men number one in the nineties. And it's, uh, really interesting. If you guys go back to, when I first started on three men in a basement, I did actually a history of variant covers. I did a two part video. It was about 15 minutes long each one. And the first actual incentive cover was profit number four. From image, so that was the first retailer where they actually had to order a specific amount of comics to actually get that variant. Before that, it was just a- a's and b's like X Men One is an A and B, the uh, anything that came out from like Gen 13. Uh, you had you know the Batman, you had all those foil covers and the die cut covers. So
0: don't talk about the first one because I'm no, a- no, no,
2: I'm not going to talk about the first one. Uh, That's but the, the, the first, the first,
0: um, let's actually talk about. Um, hold on. What was dropped on us on Auto Show? Yeah, the first Chromium cover
2: ever. You got that mm-hmm. with you? Auto. That's right. don't yep. you- know.
0: I got the raw copy
1: right here.
2: And that was a really good book. So you, you know, talk about. We had uh, on the Three Men in the Basement. We had uh, Kevin Van Hook, the co-creator yeah. of Bloodshot. He was on the show, did a trailer reaction. We got to talk about the movie that's coming out. So guys, Bloodshot, yeah, Bloodshot number one for
0: those who collect linearly, is the first ever chromium cover, and uh, and so basically, uh, Kevin Van Hook went to the printers to oversee the chromium cover for Bloodshot number one, and they had an exclusive. I think he said for six months that nobody else can make one. So that bloodshot chromium is the first one ever. Marvel, DC, everybody else had to wait at least six months for that to come across. I think that's pretty interesting. Uh, as far as yeah. if, if you're collecting, you see it right there on auto screen. That's yep. the first ever. Um. So if you are looking for, and you like, like this kind of linear collecting, this is the one to get, man. This is, I mean, that's, I mean, if you think about it, it's trying to hard to, if you just Google something, I mean, how many people are in here? The first person to name, what the first ever variant that has a different cover, put it in the live chat right now and you'll win the first uh first appearance of Skane Glass Scarlet. Uh, and that's from our man, Milton the Manimal. And I will mail that to you. Whoever's the first one, the names, the first ever variant that came out that had a different cover. Prior to that, they were just variants with different colors, but we're talking a totally different cover. Boom, Al Picknell, you there got it. Is, it. Yeah. That man of Steel video. number one. Congratulations, man. Uh, hit me up on the social medias afterward and I will mail that first edition, first skein, sc- stained scarlet spider uh, Jesus. to you. I can never say that <laughs> word. But uh, hold on, Justin. I'm going to download that picture right now for you. Yeah. Uh, no, absolutely. I got it. I got it. And so go ahead and just kind of lead up to what this is i mean you know so we can talk about you know how to find out about this and you know and this is a good way this is
2: basically using social media in advance to find out what may be hot mm-hmm. so back in june uh mark brooks tweeted that he was creating a new character that was gonna be dropping in captain marvel number 10 uh so of course if you know you're looking to spec on that captain marvel, marvel ten graphic is the book, right here captain marvel 10 is the book to get
0: So there you go. So way back in June 21st, Mm -hmm. Mark Brooks tweeted out the cover for Captain Marvel 10 introduces a new character named Star. And Carol doesn't seem too happy about it. Also, it'll be in Stuttgart, Germany, but it's too late now. But this (laughs) is way back on June 21st. So you knew that Star was coming. And if you if you've been paying attention reading the tea leaves, which a lot of times I say is you kind of have to gauge how the market is reacting. Mm -hmm. Remember, Star like Captain Marvel 8 got hot too because that's like another star cameo. There's one of those cameo first appearances that are so kind of crazy about... Nowadays, it's it's getting to the point of what I like to call side collecting, right? Mm -hmm. Um, What's the first appearance? What's the cameo? What's the first uh, cover appearance, right? right? I mean, it just kind of gets crazy. So let's, now we can talk about this other one and this leads right to it, right? Go yeah. ahead. Jessica. So
2: these came out, the Captain Marvel 8 came out in July. I have out well, July yeah. <laughs> so if you think about it, if Captain Marvel 10 was going to be the first appearance of her, but then all of a sudden Captain Marvel 8, and there's and, and Captain Marvel 10 didn't have any solicitation as far as ratio variance. It had a regular cover, the one that was shown to Mark Brooks, and then had a cover B. But for some reason, Captain Marvel number eight was solicited with the A cover, which is on the left, the B cover in the middle, the Carnage, Carnage, and A, yeah. the Carnage. And uh, the third one was a one in 25 variant, which is very odd because the for issues four, five, and s- four, five, six, and seven didn't have a ratio variant. So something had to be coming. They want they wanted re- now Marvel wanted retailers to buy this. So the one all the way on the right, that's like a one in twenty-five, right? Yeah. Or one in fifty. One in twenty
0: five.
1: Yeah, well, that's I've never the even hot seen one that. right
0: now. I I, yeah. I I paid a little bit extra for that one, but I went buck wild on Carnageized. I got like four or five of those because they were relatively cheap.
2: Mm-hmm. But yeah, so they I were mean, just A and B so that yeah. they were easy to get. But that one in 25, if you bought that prior to they when they announced it. You could actually get this probably for about twenty dollars, and I yeah. mean, flipping it day of was about sixty to eighty. The book still good, you know. Sells for at least around a hundred on a raw copy. I've seen graded ones nine sixes, nine eights go for anywhere between one fifty up to about three hundred for a nine eight. Wow. So yeah. So here's the interesting thing, man.
0: If we go back to this, um, mm-hmm. and uh, and this is kind of wild right now because Jonathan Hickman is just saying things in comics, and people are just losing their fucking minds. Oh, they're losing their minds right now. Uh This is proof to you right here. We don't give a shit what the creator says. We do not care. It's what the market dictates. And guess what? The market has dictated these. Not Captain Marvel 10, but these are the Uh books to get. Right? I mean, it's just... I don't care if Hickman tells you the Hulk 180 is the Hulk's (laughs) first appearance. Technically, (laughs) it is. He appears in one panel on the last page. But what we're going to coin now is hashtag the collector's choice is Hulk 181. That's the money book. It's always been the money book, regardless of what Mark Brooks or, uh, you know, put it this way. John and Hickman says a lot of stuff. His books are very wordy. So, you know, and what what was the new one he just said? He said, uh, did he say slapstick?
2: I think so. Yeah, yeah. I heard yeah. that. Yeah. I think yeah, hey, he heard that I that saying, went crazy.
0: if Mark Brooks says slapstick, there's probably a reason for him to say it. Uh, would you mess with uh, new variants at all, audio, or you, only, you get old you variants older? I all? do.
1: There, there's certain variants that I go after. Um, I did buy all the old. I bought all the new uh, House of X and Powers of X. Um, I did buy those. I actually even bought the third and fourth print covers of the, those books just because I thought they were really cool. A little bit of a completist. There are certain variants I go after, um, the Adam Hughes Catwoman, or that was just not a variant, but um, the Adam Hughes uh, 800 Thor with uh, Helena cover. I love that book. Um, the Mark Brooks, var- um, other one, but I also the uh, Batman books I go after, some of the variants on that. Cause I think those are really cool. So when it comes to variants, it's gotta be something for my personal preference, not necessarily grabbing it to flip it on a quick flip. I'm a bit lazy when it comes to that. Yeah, um, the key but-
0: about variants is, you. Almost have to sell them the same day. Uh, yeah, I'll be, let's, let's, let's be honest now. DC variants, IDW variants, image variants, they don't sell. Uh, oh. Simply because DC doesn't do many racial variants. When they do, it it does pop. But typically, they're cover A and B, right? I mean, right. everybody loves the Archer variants, but man, they are a dime a dozen. They are mm-hmm. cover B or sometimes cover A. So you have to, you know, nowadays, thank God, Marvel says variant right on the cover. Man, during the 90s up to like the early two thousands they had variants they didn't say variant on the cover man you literally had to check i mean that's what's good to have like uh i used to use comic book uh, priceguide.com not for the prices just for the covers to find out uh nowadays you know we're spoiled because we have wiki and all these other things but i mean it's it's a great way and here's the thing man variants are great it's a part of the community and i and it gives people a gambling high on wednesday to go out and snatch that variant. i make those little you know memes you know when you get that one in 50 variant you know um but if you are in this for the flipping, I know because there's variants that I have that I haven't flipped that I love. I have my Alex Ross one in 100, Doctor Strange. I Correct. just picked up another one, on one in 50. And, you know, those will hold their value right around 25, 30 bucks, you know, uh, maybe higher. There's some rare exceptions. Um, the uh, Venom Possessed Deadpool variant by Scotty Young, right? That yep. one. The Greg Land variant for Edge of Spider Verse number two. Yep. That one is freaking super expensive man so there are exceptions to the norm but typically a variant will get hot if it's tied to a number one or first appearance if it's right. just a random variant it's very very rare that that book will pop and continue to pop like that greg land variant it's a first appearance of uh spider gwen or ghost right. spider or whatever her name is now Mm-hmm. So I mean, what other ones do you remember Justin of recent memory that have held its value or even continued to grow over the last? I don't know five ten years
2: uh, As far as first appearances, I mean you have the uh, the biggest one is Captain Marvel 14 the 1 in 30 variant which is done by Amanda Connor, which is the first cameo appearance of Kamala Khan
1: Did we see that in Baltimore Justin?
2: Yes, we did. That's why I brought that up. Yeah, so I somebody had at their booth a nine point eight. They wanted five thousand dollars. Five for thousand bucks. That's right. It wasn't five thousand dollars for that Kamala Khan, and that is a tough book to get because you're you're basically, you know, again, you're fourteen issues in. It's th- it's a one in thirty ratio. Captain Marvel at the time is not a hot character, so who's ordering thirty copies of that book to actually get to that thirty ratio? And they didn't even know they didn't know that it was going to be Kamala yeah. Khan's first appearance. So. Yeah, if you haven't, did I? Um, I, I know I posted it in the Lord's Spec Group, the Lord's
0: Comic Specs Group. If you want, go check that out. Uh, I posted the interview I did with the Big To Do from like three years ago, mm-hmm. and he gave a real in-depth breakdown of the orderings mechanism f- to get variants. Right, you have to order. Sometimes it's 120 percent of a particular cover to yeah. get a one in 100. But typically, the variant, the variant, the ratios when we say is like, let's say it's a one in ten. That means they have to order 10 of a book to get that one. Uh, variant cover. Now, mm-hmm. I won't get any more in depth in that because sometimes Marvel will make it to where you have to order 100% of a different totally different title to even get that. That's the yeah. way they kind of get their orders to grow, you know, like it or not like it. My my story is pretty good at it because they have a huge customer base and they have tons of variants and people that actually gobble these things up so they can order them. Uh, mm-hmm. Some smaller stores may not because they don't have uh, that. But I mean, if you if your LCS uh, poopoos variants, I would say go to another store. I mean, it's part of the thing. It's nice to just know it's there. If you're that guy that shows up early and you want to look at the shelf and then maybe they just leave it out there. But I would say more times than not, have a good relationship with your LCS owner and call him. Hey, man, do you got this? Can you hold it for me? Uh That's the best way, right? I mean, you got to have, if your LCS owner doesn't know you by name, you're not doing it the right way, right? Yeah.
1: There's actually two books about that Hulk book, the immortal Hulk that Johnny Dakota just. Brought up the Hulk two, one in 25. Oh, did I just get lost again? Yes,
0: yeah.
2: you did.
1: All right. No, that was a pretty critical to, to one in 25. <laughs> what
2: are you talking no, about? I don't know. Who cares? Yeah, the immortal well, Hulk I was just just talking about Dr. Frey. Are you talking to somebody in, in the 35. live chat or I don't understand?
1: Yeah, well, Johnny Dakota brought up the Hulk number two, the one in twenty five. But we area. don't
0: know that because you didn't ask.
1: <laughs> no, I must <laughs> it glitched out. You
0: know, no, well, don't we don't, don't know. know what Johnny Dakota said because you didn't say it's it from the live chat. So just let's uh, uh, see. You're killing us, Otto. Jesus Christ. The right, Immortal Hope 2 variant,
2: 1 in 25,
0: is a pricey book. Yeah, that mm-hmm.
2: one, uh,
0: for now, it'll die in a
2: year. I guarantee it. It'll yeah, die I mean, I year. don't think the villains usually don't stay long. I mean, yeah, another one of recent don't. history is... yeah. Shout out to Adi Russell
0: for the $4.99 super chat. He says, oh. good show, guys. Thank you, Adi Russell. Appreciate that. So um, what else could we talk about of uh, variants? Um, let's talk about the timing. Um, mm-hmm. If you are a flipper and you want to flip, I would say you got to uh, put it this way. If there's a variant that you know you're going to get or you have a hold of, go on eBay and see how many people are pre-selling them. I guarantee you there's pre-sales on them.
2: Yeah.
0: Right? And you can see how much they're selling for or if people are just having on buy it nows and they're not moving at all. But typically, you can kind of gauge how well they'll do. Some shrewd LCSs will actually look and see how much that variant is pricing for on eBay and they'll pace they'll price their book on that amount, which sometimes is unfair fair because, you know, it's it's a they're asking for it doesn't mean they're necessarily going to get it right, but my LCS is pretty typically a one in 50, I can get for like 30, 35 bucks, which I think is a steal. Um, that's a
2: steal, that's yeah, definitely good, yeah. I mean, because then you also have to take into consideration now a lot of times that there's not only Retailer variants, but then there's in-store exclusive variants. So someone like KRS Comics, oh yeah, let's talk about, about that. Comics.
0: I mean, that, talk about let's talk about the influx, and we'll
2: start with KRS Comics first. Yeah. Go ahead and and start with that. I may have a leaked photo here to show people. So I mean, you you know, you can look at something like uh, what's the most the Web of Black Widow, uh, which was their most recent variant done by yeah. Ashley Witter. Mm-hmm. Uh, so there is obviously a trade dress and also a Virgin variant for those two. So yeah, you, I, I'm. I, I would say of late, mm-hmm. the store variants are taking over.
0: Well, because the racial variants for stores, that you know, if they're one in 50, those are hot, one in 100. Mm-hmm. But now what yeah. you have is you have uh, you have uh, online comic stores. We're talking about KRScomics.com, Unknowncomics.com, Frankie'scomics.com, Scorpioncomics.com, Scorpion. yep. yep. IG Comic Store. Those are like the yep. four or five Seven, big eight, ones nine. that I fuck with. You know what I mean? Uh, the yeah, rest yeah. of them, I don't really, you know, you know. I had a bad experience with one that that I won't even say their name is, you know, they're constantly like late in ordering. And that's another thing. When you pre-order these with that first order cutoff date from any one of these online vendors, besides KRS Comics, go to kroscomics.com, use discount code of LLTLB to get 10% off any KRS Comics exclusive variants. (laughs) If you are planning to flip these, I've had, I know Justin, you've had this happen to you before. The freaking book comes six weeks later. And by that time, it's a dead spec. It's totally yep. cold. It's frozen.
2: No, absolutely. I mean, it's, t- and it's tough. I mean, if you don't pre-sell it, you don't get it. And then you try to flip it. Y- you may be waiting. I mean, I have waited for books for quite a long time that I ended up just keeping in the PC, you know, p- keep in the personal collection. There's no point to sell it. Uh, if it gets hot again, you know, I'll Allow see what me I can to do.
0: Show off one that, that I got that I, Killed on, well, hold on. I think I may. I don't know if I have one. No, I don't have one. Well, no. I was going to show the Agents of Atlas variant, the Miko oh, C yeah, one. That. Yep, that one is still hot. That one has been out for a while now, and that one is hot. It's the, specifically the Miko C one one because there's a lot of ages of New Agents of Shield uh, variants. This is from War of the Realm. Excuse me, Agents of Atlas. This particular one is hot because. As our buddy Mike said, says, "Kate for Wave. Wave <laughs> sure. is a brand new Filipina superhero, the first ever Filipino superhero. That one got hot because uh, it was, I, I, I want to say it was Unknown Comics, was the exclusive variant. But Miko Siwan is a huge, is big in the Philippines. The, all of the Philippines is behind this book. I mean, I just saw raw copies over $100 on a variant. That's amazing to me. Mm-hmm. The raw, the uh, virgin variants are even more. I, unf- I unfortunately, I didn't get the virgin. I just got the regular one, but it's still, you know what? Let me find it here. Let me it's
2: get first. It. it is a first appearance, so that's what it's it, you ton, know, that's Here's what it is. why it's a great
0: book. It's a ton of first appearances, yes. actually. It's so the what's the Luna? Uh, the Luna book that came Snow. out, Luna Snow. Her first mm-hmm. appearance as well is also in uh, New Agents of Atlas from War of the Realms. Uh, Swordmaster's first appearance is also in there. Um, so there's some other, and here's the one I just recently got that I'm specking on, which is, um, from unknown comics as well. This is arrow, and this is the first appearance of sea hunter. So mm-hmm. this is the second new Filipino artist that wave is such big a big character in the Philippines that, um, regular news outlet sources like Yahoo, uh, cosmopolitan, uh, time in the Philippines are running it. Cause it's such a big thing. Cause if you. If you know the history of comics, you know that the Philippines has always been a major player in specifically artists, right? Ron Lim, no, not Ron Lim, but if you think of Wills mm-hmm. um Miko Siwan, uh, uh, the, what's that other guy? I forgot, but there's a ton of them, right? And if you think about all the Asian artists in general, Art Germ, Ron Lim, Jim Lee, all these guys, a lot of the, you took some pictures with the, that, who's that Korean guy that, that you took a picture of?
2: Uh, which show? Baltimore and Baltimore. Yeah, right, yeah, right. yeah.
0: So I think we didn't talk about this is um, the combination of artist and character. Right. I would say like uh, our friends at Karis Comics, who really blew up with uh, with Venom, uh, that would have been Tartar Kirkham. Right. Tyler Kirkham blew up with coming out with Venom, and then he went from there. And you know, Carus Comics is the first one to really use. Hey, shout out to Pops Foster for the $20 oh. super chat. Really appreciate it, Pops, man. Pops is running the uh, Lords Comics Spec Group over on Facebook. We don't allow a ton of people on there. We're going to cap it off right around 300, and that's where we like to talk about, uh, you know, comic book collecting. We don't, you know, the uh, Lords of Long Box is my regular Facebook page where I'll drop comic book news and things like that. And over at Geekosity is Mikey Sutton stuff, but you know, we've been doing so much scoops and specs lately uh about news it's nice just to talk about comics you know for a change you know what i mean um mm-hmm. oh, yeah but I, I, I got something for next wednesday though we'll just keep it at that i'm not going to talk <laughs> about anything let's talk about we're comics shadowing
1: so, there for next week We're
0: foreshadowing. so shout out to pops foster mm-hmm. for that um so here's let's talk about the next thing and i know this is a pet peeve of ours we constantly talk about this on our on our live show when we're doing long-term specs and we pull up uh gpa and if you guys don't forget gpa is a website that gives you the graded price average of slab comics Mm -hmm. when i say slab comics i mean cgc we don't mess with cbcs or pgx here sorry the second and third best we don't mess with that um slabbing modern books okay this is a pet peeve of mine why somebody would spend twenty to twenty five dollars on a book to get it graded when you could probably buy it in a 9A for thirty five, oh, <laughs> <correct. it>, right? <laughs> it, especially with variants. Here's the thing: most people think there's money in grading keys. No, CDC's bread and butter. Their butter or their bread is buttered on modern uh, uh, submissions. Look at Justin. How many modern submissions did you just do? We're talking books from the last year. Are newer, right? Oh, I, I mean, mean, well, let's
2: just, I mean, Baltimore, I just did 22 modern, right? On site. So, yeah.
0: So yeah. that's where even I remember CDC in some interviews, they even said so that, you know, most of their business is that there's not many people sending in Hulk 181s or Amazing Fantasy 15s to get graded. There's, they cost more, but mm-hmm. it's the people that are going for the 9.8s. That's where they get their money for. they you, What was the CDC pre screen before? It used to be 50 books, right? Well, I always 25. Yeah, so back yeah, long, I've didn't. been grading books since two thousand one. Uh, that's how long I've been doing it, and I remember my man Storm Shadow on IG about five six years ago was saying, "Yeah, I'm gonna send in a pre screen, and it was fifty book minimum that you had to send for a pre screen. They may have changed that to twenty five, but it used to be. So basically, this is what it is: you pay a nominal amount per book, and you can send in the CGC. You can send in let's just put a round number of fifty. Yeah, they will pre screen each of them. They'll tell you." These will be nine eights and they'll send you back the rest and then you can pay for Mm -hmm. it, but you have to pay that minimum fee. That is where you see a ton of nine eights. When, if you're thinking about grading a brand new comic that just came out or even a year old, do yourself a favor, go on eBay and search for nine eights and see what they're selling for. And then go to comicsmv.com or go to GPA analysis and see how much they're actually worth because the two things may be vastly different. And then right. you have a nine, eight, you have a raw comic. Make the decision then at what point is it worth it? Just know how much is it, for a yellow label at a show is easily 40, 50 bucks, right? I mean, mm-hmm, uh, if you go to a.
1: I would uh, also consider how many of the books are in the census. You know, yeah, when you look to see how many books are already thing. graded.
0: So the census is interesting because it. On some books, it doesn't matter at all. And I'm going to tell you why. There's Hope 181s are littered. So if you don't know, if you don't have a CDC account, you should get one. Um, here's trick. another Here's another trick from TiVo. If you plan on going to a show where CDC is and you want to get some books graded, sign up for a CDC account. That It's like $150 a year, right? Guess what? Mm-hmm. You get $150 credit immediately when you sign up for toward grading of books. Yeah. So just sign up for that one year. It doesn't. It doesn't auto. Uh, what is that renewal? So you do go to a show. You got hundred fifty dollar credit to use toward grading of uh, three, four, five, six, seven books, depending if you get. Because typically on a yellow label, meaning if you get CDC to follow you and they witness a book and sign, then they charge more for it. Uh-huh. If you use a facilitator, it costs a little bit more too because. I always recommend using a facilitator because it frees up your time to roam the... uh, I know, Justin, I think you guys are a little bit different. What do you guys like to do when... You guys just came from Baltimore. So, I mean, tell us what was your routine to getting books signed or graded or what have you.
2: Yeah, I mean, it definitely is... My routine, even at New York Comic Con, is uh, getting signatures. So, at New York Comic Con... Well, even Baltimore, we look at Baltimore. I had, and I showed it off the last live show, I had that 9.6 Ghost Spider, Spider, Spider-Gwen, number one, G hong Lee, which was a one in 100, I believe, Graded at a nine six. I, cra- I had CGC crack it. Uh, I had CGC take me over to Ji Hung Lee. I gave him the book, dropped it off. He actually even did a remark. I paid a little, you know, a little money and got a little remark on it and he signed it. Uh, and then, literally, directly across from him was Adam Hughes. So I waited in Adam Hughes's line. I got everything from. Captain Marvel variant that he did a couple of years ago, uh, the Avengers No Road Home variant that he did. You know, I, I pretty much walk around and, and get variants signed because I'm not a big first appearance signature guy. For what, you know, that's just not me. I mean, some people love to get everybody on us. You know, I, I did get Marv Wolfman on my two Nova ones, but I mostly get variants signed because I think and they're a little I, My views
0: on getting books signed or have changed. I, mm-hmm. If I have a raw copy, then definitely I'll get like Marv Wolfen, George Perez, any of those yeah. guys to sign it. What I won't do is I won't crack a high grade book and ha- just to have a creator sign it because it's not worth it. The only person that was worth it before was Stan Lee. And unfortunately, Stan Lee's no longer with us right. because yeah. Stan Lee can bump a book up 20, 30%. Uh, but yeah. just, there's nobody really now in the market that does that maybe Todd McFarlane because Todd McFarlane car- charges a lot for his And here's the, Here's why Todd McFarland's a genius. You can get Rob Liefeld's signature everywhere and anywhere, yeah. and he does. Dip, and he goes to every show. Todd McFarland goes to tons of shows, but guess what? You cannot get his signature verified now. Before you go into comments and get all crazy, <laughs> you can get his signature on anything you want. If you want CDC to witness the signature from Todd McFarlane, you have to wait. He does an annual signing. It's been a while now, actually. It's been over a year that he he's got one coming up, I would imagine. And he does. these from his home. He invites certain facilitators and mm-hmm. cdc to come out to his home and he signs all the books there uh I, my boy rocket comics heads out there once a year so typically that's the only one i'll hold out for todd mcfarland you know if you get like amazing spider-man uh 300 get that signed by Todd mcfarland it'll up the value but anything yeah. else i i lost i i cracked the nine six, he came back a nine four so i was like yeah eh, yeah i don't want to do that anymore but right. if it's raw, i would do it
1: and that's also the chance you're taking. You know, at Baltimore, I got more signatures on certain other things. But at Terrificon, that's when I went after having certain books signed. Like my Captain Britain, number one, um, I had Steranko sign it. And then I also had Chris Claremont sign it. But Chris Claremont stuff for CGC was signing. So You were paying a little bit more to give it to CGC and then to have it graded. So there's also a dollar value uh, involved in that. So, so, how
0: long was the wait for CGC at Baltimore when because you guys were there at opening, right? Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah.
2: Are you talking about on site drop off or just CGC witnessing? Uh both. Both. Uh, I would well let's okay. talk
1: about Justin. Let's talk about New York versus Baltimore. At Baltimore, I thought it was pretty good, you know what I mean? Because I was in there early and I was able to get my stuff done. But even at New York, when Justin brought up New York, even Brittany was like, We know it was not the best. And that's it was a shit show. Best.
2: I mean, yeah. I, I, it's you know, I'm not gonna sugarcoat it. New York wasn't the absolute... This was the worst New York Comic Con that I've ever been to, and I've been going for about 10 years. Every for CGC year, or in general? For CGC. Oh, well, CGC, yes. it, it, definitely. Um, yeah, there's the certain wait shows just where they're, just, they're undermanned. Um, I think they're undermanned hard. every year at New York, but and I don't understand why. But uh, compared in Baltimore to New York Comic Con, the CGC waiting for a witness was maybe 10 minutes uh, for a witness in Baltimore. Uh, New York was close to an hour, maybe even two hours. It, it was just insane. Yeah, so.
0: so I mean, this is when you know use the the use a facilitator, you know. Uh oh. <laughs> use a facilitator if you can. I mean, like Rocket Comics, uh, New York Comics. I mean, there's a ton of them, right? I mean, our boy mm-hmm. Erod. I think uh, uh I think Manny is. I don't know if he still does it, but Manny NYC. He's a facilitator for CBCS. So I mean, if you want to enjoy your con experience. Some people like to stand in line cuz they want to talk to the me, I've been doing this a long time. I don't need to talk to George Perez and Mar Wolfman. I did talk to like <laughs> uh, I uh, do. Sergio Aragonis, that was cool, man. You know, Bob Layton chatted me up, you know. Mm-hmm. But sometimes if I if there's nobody in line, I'm like, let me slide right up in there. Hey, hey, you doing, man? You know, uh there's some cats that I know, you know, that I'll talk to regardless, uh, like Dustin Wynn, you know, and you know, and you know, and also there's there's certain oh shit. I just got some uh some leaked photos from Star Wars that, uh, I just saw, I won't share it, uh, in the live la- unless, Hey, does everybody want to see it?
2: I hear okay, it. No,
0: no. All right. <laughs> Use a facilitator and then you free up your time. Uh, I mean, on another episode of the collector series, we'll do an exclusive show just on how to navigate a convention. Uh, it can be, um, daunting and overwhelming for somebody who's new to collecting when you go to a show. I would say there's, you should have a map of what you want to do and planned out, and your time Mm -hmm. will be more well spent as opposed to just one. Like if you go to San Diego Comic Con and just wander around, you'll just, the show end up (laughs) posing. And then you're like, I didn't get shit done. I'm getting beat up by people with Funko's and those giant backpacks that they wear. Um, But let's get back to grading, man. Um,
1: Hold on. Before we go, though, um, CGC does have the new, part where Justin had to like pull me away from because I like hanging around just as like, dude, you got your name in, get it done. So you go up to the kiosk, you put your name in, you put Mm -hmm. your cell phone in and they'll call you when it's your time. And that is, you know, for getting your books to go up and get graded, uh, for the witness for Wait, the you had to get the
2: a call, name called just to get graded or get it to yeah, get so a witness no yeah. so not 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 for a witness but to actually if you want to do anything if you want to drop off books if you want to do the on-site grading signature yeah, series any type of submission any type of submission now what they do is you actually put your name in a kiosk you put your phone number your name and you walk away and they will text you when you're ready to come back so then you come back instead of waiting around because everybody used to hover around in the cgc booth you know, I'm next, I'm next, just waiting for something to happen. And they would just take you, you just kind of jump in between people, pushing, and shoving, you know, possibly d- help dropping your own books. But now it's a yeah. completely different thing. I don't know if they started it at San Diego, but the first time I saw it this year was at. Um, I didn't see it Griffin at WonderCon last year. I mean, we just this started way, this year. You don't should know be registered
0: anyway, so you don't have to do paperwork. Anybody who's filling out paperwork, you're a moron. You should oh, be yeah. re- you should be registered because all they do is they look up your name and it's attached. So, mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. what kills me when I have to stand in line behind that guy filling out paperwork for all 50 of his books. I'm like, dude, oh, it's the worst. Oh, I had to wait been waiting oh. three months for the show. So basically, if you're in the system and registered, then all you have to do is say, here's my CDC number. Boom. They print it out and it's attached to you. Why are we still filling out paper? It's 2019. Um, mm-hmm. But we'll do a whole show about uh kind of navigating a convention and some of the larger ones like there's a little show in Yorba Linda called it's the Yorba Linda Comic Con it's called CalCon actually it's got some of the biggest keys you will ever see there and it's about the size of a 7-Eleven is basically what it is it's a little bit bigger now but CGC actually shows up there to get to, to witness signatures or to submit books because there's so many big keys at this show uh, my man King of the Golden State has been there. Um, me, Big To-Do, Bobby, Wolverine. It's a so everybody in SoCal knows it. it's been around for about 10, 20 years, and giant. You walk around, you'll see at least I don't know, 10 or 15 amazing fantasy 15s. Easily. Mm-hmm. They're very high priced, but a lot of this is dealer-to-dealer shows. Uh, also, what is that? Um Longboxed or whomever on Instagram. There is an actual show before that show. On a Saturday at a bar where a lot of collectors go and trade back and forth, it's kind of neat, man. Oh, um, so it's a comic swap. It's that's a three minute in the basement. It's, it's huge, though. It's it's it, they ran out and they it's it's like all the collectors that are going to go to mm-hmm. um, your Belinda Comic Con, all the dealers, they show up there. So it's like trading the big books before the big show. So that's interesting. Mm. But let's get back to grading because I don't think we really talked about grading modern books. Um, if you're going to grade a modern book, it should be perfect. Perfect. It should be perfect because we are talking modern like the last two, three years. Maybe I would say even in the 2000s, if it's not perfect, don't grade it because you're going to get the kiss of death of a nine, six as opposed to a nine, eight, especially (laughs) if it's not a major key. If you see any color break in it, don't submit it. Just love it it as a raw book right i would almost
1: if there's a book like let's say there's a matina cover that, that you really like and you're a fan of because i'm a fan of uh, matina and his work sometimes i would find myself buying two or three copies of that and then you know analyzing it and maybe taking the two best and then sending them in and then you know you're going to get hopefully you get 198 and then the other one you get 298 you're flush, but if you get 196 at least you try to flip it or get but your money you get 2, 9, back 9, for the printing sixes. so you get
0: 296s but what i'm saying yeah. is <laughs> hey man it costs like if you uh, let's think of, let's just, we'll round it off one book graded shipped back to you is 25 bucks. Let's just say that, right? Easily mm-hmm. $25, right? Depending now be smart about submitting your books too. If you're going to do submitting everything at once, pick everything the same era, right? If, it's either got to be yeah. before 1975 or after 1975, because mm-hmm. you guess what? There's different shipping rates on it. Oh my God. You get two different invoices for that. So what I typically do is I'll save up and I'll I got enough modern books. I'm going to send so uh, or typically what I have slabbed, most of mine are, are copper and older. So mm-hmm. even then I have this, most of my stuff in my collection right now is bronze age, silver age and copper age. I don't really have many modern slabs. And if I do, I buy them at a nine eight, man. I mean, there's a lot of times. I mean, unless it's a super hot variant. I mean, and I can't think of one right off the top of my head. But if you go, let's just use that uh, new Agents of Atlas number one, the War of the Realms. Go look in that Miko C U one in a 9.8 signed. It's pretty damn pricey. Raw virgin variants are about two two fifty right now, and that book is still going up. It's amazing. Well, mm-hmm. I got to figure. Well, New Agents of Atlas is only an issue number four. So I mean, really, she's been around for like what four or five months. I mean, that's I mean, yeah. that's been my book to spec on uh, anything that's coming out in New Agents of Atlas. Uh, I mean, not so much Swordmaster, but Arrow, Luna Snow, all these characters. I mean, with the Shang Chi movie coming and all that, and all the Asian characters that are getting they're building up. But like, just like Justin said earlier, man, you have to read the tea leaves, uh, and Twitter is a great resource, right? Donnie Cates. Mark Brooks, Donnie Cates is really good at this. He is constantly tweeting out <laughs> stuff about his. He is such a good promoter because you know why? He's one of these younger cats that understands how social media works, right? Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. Donnie Cates was straight up t- And then when we were talking to uh, Kevin Van Hook, Valiant used to do a killer job with tweeting out, "Hey, this character is going to die This is going to be character's issue. right," or "This <laughs> character is coming up," right? Yeah. And another site that I use is the comic release site because that tells me what variants are coming out for that day and if i if i'm really savvy i'll search on i'll take that information and I'll go into, or you can use um uh, what was that new york website the the one that NYW is always showing uh, uh, midtown.
2: midtown yeah
0: go to midtown to get an idea of what the ratio is and then don't buy from midtown <laughs> use midtown as a high end gauge and then go on to ebay and look for that same variant right i mean I don't,
2: where do you look for your variants justin well, I used to go on... Pre- My thing is I used to go on Previews World and I would see what books are coming out. Actually, even uh, solicitations through like Newsarama or Bleeding Cool. I think and that was one of our website.
0: questions, man. Hold on, man. To me, going to uh, the community and I think Otto was like, hey, we're going to talk about that and then Otto totally forgot about it.
2: I blame Otto. I mean, we can them. talk about Midtown Comics. Uh, Midtown Comics is great, guys. So if you... The best thing to do is on Wednesdays, if you want next week's books right around 2:00, 2 o'clock to 2.30, they drop their books for next week. And they're all good prices. I'll tell you right now, that Captain Marvel 8 that I talked about earlier, that was a one in 25. They had it originally up for $25 and they always have like a discount price. That book on Midtown's website was 16 bucks. I bought that. I got it. I flipped it for 60 real quick. Uh, Is it still hot?
0: Because I still have mine.
2: Yeah, it's like $100. But I mean, the fact that like, they actually will price their books accordingly. They don't price their books based on market yeah, speculation. But they'll sell out really fast. Yes, too, they will.
0: They sell out super fast. You
2: got to uh, be
0: careful with that. Let me go into the comment section when I posted this on the Lords of the Long Box community page on YouTube. Uh, let's see here. Esau Giran has a question um, and he says, how do you decide what to keep for your personal collection and what to sell? What's the best place to sell comics? How do you know what to pick up when going to conventions there are so many titles to remember and i think that last part we probably just answered like you know some of the places previews solicitations comicrelease.com mm-hmm. uh bleeding cool twitter following social media um and so we'll leave that well, i think we kind of answered that but uh, um, why i saw to you guys this how do you decide what to keep for your personal collection and
2: what to sell i mean i always i go artists uh so i mean j scott campbell adam hughes art germ warren Lowe, matina delato that's how i kind of i, I kind of keep those and even like you know more newer artists that don't do a lot so stephanie hans is one that i i love her stuff natalie uh, sanders another one natalie sanders does her stuff. i mean Ji hung lee um who's another one that i had uh in hockley is another great cover artist so Those are the ones that I keep in my personal collection, everyone else, you know, that's what it is. With a lot of these, like we talked about earlier, these store exclusives. So someone like KRS puts out one unknown Frankie's, you know, if you're looking for a specific artist, you're of course gonna wait whenever that goes on sale and get it. Uh, You know, who's another top artist who's dropping covers every month that sell out, Shannon Mayer. He, unbelievable, his covers are amazing. They sell out, the virgins sell out within five minutes, and then you're left with the trade dresses Then you're going to go on eBay and pay triple the price.
0: Yeah, I would say also, if you have to choose between store variants on a hot book, go for the one that actually features the character on the cover, because mm-hmm. a lot of times they don't. You know what I mean? If it's going to be a first appearance, a lot of times they don't show the first appearance on the cover. But that's why that Agents of Atlas, I hate to go back to it, but that's why that new Agents of Atlas War uh, Realms, that one that has wave specific. Exclusively on the cover is hotter than the rest of them because she's not on the cover on on the main one or this or like covers A and B. She's not even on the yeah. cover at all. So I think that's another reason why they're hot. But the, Lord Otto answered this question and he can say this in general, not just specifically about a variance. How do you decide what to keep in your personal collection and what to sell? Like if you're gearing up for Lord's auction uh, coming soon, by the way, what do you decide? What are you saying? Hey, I, you know, this is something I want to keep from a personal collection and this is something I want to sell. How do you decide? Let's say you're getting, getting ready for a Lord's auction.
2: Well, I think Otto's muted. So <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm right here,
1: guys. I'm, <laughs> right, I'm a hot mess right now. Okay. frozen. No, I'll tell you what I, what happens with me is if I've had the book long enough and it is time to let it go, then I'll do that. Um, I'll keep my variants based on how it fits my collection. Like mm-hmm. right now, I'm going after the that Didco Spider-Man variant. If anybody has that, give me a holler. I'd like to pick that up. Um, if it fits my collection, if it's a variant that I thought was really cool for a while, I'll move it. I just sold um, the ASM 800 Alex Ross, one of the, the red cover with the red goblin. Um, mm-hmm. I kept the other Alex Ross one. So it depends how my collection is at the time and if I've had it for long enough to display it, to show it off. And you know what? I've had it. I'll move on from it. But I like to keep books that really fit my collection of my favorite characters. So, yeah. you know, that's why I'm going after the Ditko stuff, all the Ditko. Yes, and- one
0: of my best specs ever was one that I shared and I forgot to get for myself. And Dark Side Jedi actually has it. Did you guys ever get them? The Alex Ross Tech 27 tri- uh, 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 homage covers? No, I did not get that. And I remember that. And I, I it. put it in our, fa- our <laughs> private group and I forgot to get them. And then Ryan got it and he got yeah. the graded ones and they were selling for like 1500 So. Yep there you go man that's see that's reading the tea leaves mm-hmm. so we're talking about uh the tech 27 when we say tech by the way for new followers detective uh, comics. And it, it's tech <laughs> when you say tech tuesday on instagram that literally means you have to show a detective comics book it doesn't mean show batman right fuck off with that shit i'm tired of you fucking people on instagram doing this stupid ass shit okay stop it <laughs> Anyway, <laughs> that's so how I really feel about Tech it. Tuesday is for detective fucking comics, not fucking Batman. But anyway, that you should have read that, knowing that hey, there's going to be an homage cover. Alex Ross is a super hot artist, uh, that, and these were exclusive to his store, so you knew that even going to be even more rare that you could only get them from the Alex Ross store. That book blew up because it's Tech Twenty Seven. There's certain homages that, that one, right, the Neil mm-hmm. Adams one I got right over my back. You see it right yep. there? That's yep. another homage. The Silver Surfer run right, right next to it. Right there. That's Silver Surfer number four. The homage uh right there. Those are homage covers that are hot. Um, You know what I mean? So a lot of times when a variant does an homage that hasn't been done in a long time, you'd be amazed at how valuable it could be. So, I mean, those are we're running a little we're running up close to seven. So uh I think that's everything, man. So remember, nine eights. Make sure the, on a modern book, if you're going to get it graded, just make sure there are no imperfections and for God's sake, press them. Would you have sex with a hooker without a rubber on? No. (laughs) So just think of CDC as a hooker. All right. You want to send your books in protected. So you want to get them, uh, pressed out, um, especially older books. But you know what? It doesn't hurt to press newer books as well. Yeah, Might as well. Yeah, I mean, I'm just saying, just do it. it what is it, $5, 10 I mean, most of yeah. us do it now, but it, mm-hmm. it's it's amazing to me when somebody says, I didn't press and I sent it. Well, that's your well, fault. That's your own fault. There you go. There's your nine-six fault. So, but on a modern book, if you pull it off the shelf, get there early, flip through all 50 of them, pick right. out, like Otto said, two or three of your best ones that they have and then submit all three of them. You got, to know, you got to, you know, hopefully a, you know, a one in three chance of one of them come back a nine, eight if they're not too much. And that's something if you like, but like on a rare variant, I'm more apt to flip it raw. Take my chances. You know what I mean? And I, you know, and on something that's niche, I'll put it on Instagram, but here, be careful guys. I sell books on Instagram and and I'm I'm not tooting my own horn because I have 7,200 followers. I can get more people to buy stuff on Instagram. If you're going to raffle something on Instagram, make sure you have a large following, or if you're going to sell something, make sure people know you don't put it for sale on Instagram and nobody knows you and don't sell to somebody you don't know on Instagram, because guess what? If you do friends and family PayPal, they can pay you and then take the money back or complain to PayPal and PayPal will refund the money, and then they got your comic, too. So make yeah. sure it's a reputable seller. Feel free to message any one of us on Instagram, and I'll tell you if the guy's cool or not to buy from.
1: Correct, because there um, have been burns. And you, you do, but you know what, though? On Instagram, we police, we police ourselves. ourselves. So. Yeah, people have
0: Absolutely. been blown up on Instagram. <laughs> Yeah, people have been blowing up on Instagram for posting like fake art and all kinds of crazy stuff. And I poor yep. guy, I still feel sorry for him, man. When he posted the uh, the PGX stuff that yep. uh, uh, and and he said, "Hey, look, I got Tom McFarland, Jim Lee, and Rob Liefeld." And they all came back and said, "I didn't sign that." Yeah, <laughs> right, like, right, oh, oh yeah. This, this poor guy. All right, Peter Porker asks. Okay, I got a question. I got a Silver Surfer Black one one hundred variant. Ooh, is it time to flip it raw or graded? It's so nice. I will flip it now. I don't think Silver Surfer Black is going anywhere. I meant. What do you guys yeah. think? What, I don't even know what the price is on that, but I thought that that, that was already, you know, um, what's FOC? Right. First order so cutoff. Sure really I, 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 I didn't know what FOC meant. I had to ask in the uh, Lord Spec group. Somebody said, well, first order cutoff. <laughs> So Forza fin- Cut-Off, you know, it's I know not like- final it was, order. It's final order. Final order Cut-Off, cut off. yeah. I get these emails all the time, at, like from Unknown Comics or Frank's yeah. Comics. Basically, it's a cut-off to pre-order books. But be yeah. careful on these porters, because I've gotten burned where it takes too long to get it. By the time I, they mail it to me, the book is cold. Is It's no longer. So, uh, you know, either you spec or you don't, right? If there's mm-hmm. plenty of covers I keep that I like, you know, like, sure. uh, Dr. Strange, Alex Ross variant, the one oh, yeah, uh
2: What is that going to be for Marvel Tales, right? No, no, they had that one coming up, but
0: I'm talking about the other one that may have gone full circle and will get hot again. Is the Alex Ross? It's a Doctor Strange and Scarlet Vision or Scarlet Witch on the cover. Uh, you know what Alex I'm Ross talking one? about, right? Yeah, there's a red one. It's Doctor Strange and Scarlet Witch is watching over him. It's a one in 50 Alex Ross variant.
2: No, so, that's, Hughes. that's Hughes. That's Hughes. That's Hughes. I, I have that in a 9 8. Yeah.
0: yeah, the red cover. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah, the red cover. Yeah. that a 9 eight, 8,
2: Justin? I do yeah, have that one. in a 9 8. That hard.
0: one has gotten hot again because of the uh Sh- Wanda is going to be in sc- the Doctor in the Strange, movie, film. yeah. So that's one of those interesting things where it, it double spec. it comes back around. So I'm glad I have two, co- you know. I was going to keep them, I was like, Doctor Strange, nobody really collects Doctor Strange that's a like great I book. do. That's I'm, a great I'm gonna book. get one in 50. There's also a one in 100, I think that is a black and white sketch variant for that one. Right, I can hmm. swear that was Alex Ross. I have it in my. Body. No, no, it's so huge. Was, I remember I bought it. I a, bought it cheap
2: print. on Somebody I yeah. can't remember who. Used, yeah, that's like the red cover, right? From. With Scarlet
0: Witch and Doctor Stranger. Yeah, that's, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. one. Yeah, he was yeah, selling would,
1: that print which looked pretty nice.
0: 10100 variants are very, man. I would say, I would say once you get a hold of one, put it. There, I my watch list on eBay typically exceeds the amount I should have. Like it tells me I can no longer add things to it because. I'm necessarily not gonna buy one, but I want to know where the market is. You should know relatively easy if you search something how much things are selling for, right? So that's why when I want to buy something, I'll look at that's it right there. Yeah. Adam, my bad. Yeah.
2: Now book has gotten hot again. I posted that for Top Variant Tuesday last week because I heard it got hot again. So
0: yeah, it got hot again because Scarlet Witch is gonna be with Doctor Strange. So that's just one of those things. Read the tea leaves, got a movie coming. So unfortunately, the good thing about variants is very I wouldn't say very rarely, but more seldom than not, they're not affected by movies. They're more affected by characters and art um, and homages, right? Would you agree on variants? They really have nothing. I mean, there's some that, you know, tied to the movies, like uh, where are those um, variants that are signed by movie stars? That's an interesting one too, because those guys try like $200 for a signature. I I saw some Finn Jones freaking Iron Fist books selling for like $200. I'm like,
2: give me a break. (laughs) Yeah, it's, that's weird. that's weird. Yeah, I mean, I'll tell you one that's really super expensive is that uh, the Francesco Mattina one. I can't. I think it's X Force or X Men, and it's got X twenty three on the cover.
0: Here, I'm going to put you guys
2: in spot. You and Otto, name
0: the top five variant artists right now, or over the last, I would say, five years. Let's see who you got. Who put? Who do you put on top five? You go first, Otto, or Justin, and then Otto can because Otto was take
2: some time. I go, I go, Hughes. Not in any order. No, you, in, not in any order. Just things that order. people okay.
0: should look out for when they see yep. these names.
2: All right. So Adam Hughes, Jay Scott Campbell, oh, yeah. Art, Art Germ, yeah. Warren Lowe, yeah. and Steph and uh, Shannon Mayer. All right.
0: What about you, Otto?
1: Yeah. You know, I'd have to go Delato. Um, I would definitely go somewhere. You got to throw some Matina in there. And the guys that are, Justin just uh, spoke about, you know what I mean? When I when I eat variants, I go to Justin or Purdy 1869. That's what I talk about. That's where I get my information from. So One you name know, you guys uh,
0: didn't say was Adi Granoff. Um, Adi Granoff yeah. was killer work. Yeah. Uh, and you got to piggyback Adi Granoff and Mark Brooks as they always sit Mark together. Brooks, to say, <laughs> Mark, Rooks, yeah, Mark yeah. Brooks, absolutely. Mark Brooks was favorites. a killer. Uh, Basically, there are a lot of guys at the Comic Sketch Art website, which were yeah. people off, but, you know. Whatever,
1: you know, like so.
0: I would say Alex Ross, Adi Granov, Mark Brooks, Todd McFarlane, um, and I would say Jim Lee too. But you know, here's the thing, man artists that saturate the markets, they uh, their value, their books get lesser in value. The prime example of that is Art Germ. When Art Germ was just sprinkling them out here and there. They were really, really valuable and collectible, right. and you could tell they they were they stood out because there was always just a face, right? He didn't yeah. do anything else. You knew an art germ when you saw it from ten feet away. Right. The problem is, he started doing regular covers for DC. So even when people thought they were variants, they weren't. They were actually the A cover or sometimes yeah. the B cover, which is just a 50 50 uh, ratio.
2: Yeah. All the all the Catwoman covers that he recently did are just 50 50. Jay Scott
0: Campbell was kind of the same way, too. He started doing covers everywhere. Jay Scott Campbell, I saw Jay Scott Campbell did three covers today for three different companies. I saw his one for Vampirella. Uh, one for X Men. Uh, the, by the way, there's a new X Men number one book that's pretty hot that came out today. Uh, I picked that up, and the Marauders book. I picked up that variant. Too. I got
1: the Marauders today too. Yeah. Uh,
0: Clayton Crane, Ryan uh, Spiritor, great. Jo- Clayton Crane also doesn't do too many, but he does kick ass variants. I remember Clayton Crane was killing it on the Cosmic Ghost Rider ones. Yep. Remember that and the. Null Venom stuff. Yeah, I think we've got um, a couple
1: of great Galactus covers too that I have, yeah. which is just out of this world. So there's
0: these guys. I mean, uh, Warren Lou, uh, we didn't bring up Tyler Kirkham, who also kills it. They're, they're mm-hmm. kind of exclusive to KRS Comics and Unknown Comics is kind of exclusive for some guys. So you kind of see, I can tell you right now, Mark Brooks uh, and um, Adam Hughes are exclusive to uh, comicsketchart.com. I know that yep. they're exclusive for that. And Alex Ross is so big, he has his own store.
2: Yeah. The uh, same with J. Scott Campbell. I mean, and that's a that's a conversation for another time. But, you know, J. Scott Campbell had his store for the longest time. He does his own exclusives. Art term just started. He's done two or three, I think. And some of these other artists are now starting to do that. So,
0: yeah, that's the thing I, I worried about Art Germ. When it first came out, they were hot. And then I was like, man, there's way too many of them. You know, they're starting to yeah. saturate the market. I think the smart guys, um, they just make every now and then they come out. And so, they, you know, and they make them special to any specific group. Um, but you know, once Alex Ross does the one in fifties, Alex Ross, I think for a long time has kind of been exclusive. He's kind of been smart. You know, the guys that are smart with this, they, J. Scott Campbell, Todd McFarlane, remember Todd McFarlane, the one in the one per store variant. We haven't talked (laughs) about one per store variants yet. No, No,
1: that's. We bring the out. ones
0: that are almost impossible to get, like the Jim Lee one in like uh, 1,000 or something right. crazy like that. Those are like, we're talking, now we're talking big boy variants. When you get like, yeah. if you can get a hold of a one per store variant, meaning that through Diamond Distributor or whomever, they will give one store, one comic. And I would say right around free comic book day, there's some nice little goodies that you could find if sometimes they'll come out with a one per store variant. Those are, now. you remember the... What was it? Todd McFarlane, the Venom cover, right? It was basically... Oh,
2: they did a one in 1,000 and a one in 2,000. It was yeah, it was a cover swipe. of. Sorry. It was a cover swipe of an inside panel he did yeah. of yeah. it, uh, which is
0: another amazing... And I think he did a Wolverine. So a lot of times you can mm-hmm. kind of see where these are. So just remember the higher the ratio, the better if you can get it. Remember, I mean, it's it's like anything else in comics. The more scarce it is, the more valuable it is when we we, we'll talk about print runs eventually too but sometimes with mathematics when we had comicron in here i think he just overloaded us with like it was unbelievable (laughs) but i think once you understand if you order the more ordered a book is the less valuable it is right because there's there's higher print runs when we start talking Mm -hmm. about print runs that's why store variants are so sought out now because typically a let's say a popular book I don't have right now, but right now a top selling book is typically in like a hundred to 150,000 range, right. For a book, mm-hmm. uh, sometimes 300,000, 400,000. If it's brand new, uh, like number one or something like that. So if you have that regular cover, that's that just sold 150,000 covers. If a store variant, like unknown comics or carous comics has a variant. That's only 1500. If you can get one of those 1500, as opposed to uh, 200,000 sales, that's pretty good ratio. If you ask me,
2: Did auto freeze on us again? No, no, no. <laughs> no, he's probably just reading the comments like I am. Yeah, oh, I read okay. the comments, yeah.
0: Oh, I know, read them inside YouTube, so I don't, I don't, I know. Feel, I don't oh, read no, the stream yard. You
2: know what book
1: is always, with Standard Test of Time, which is always hard to find, it's one of those books I'd love to get, is the Matina Lost Days, the Red Hood cover. Yeah, uh, my boy
0: Jay, Jay my, my man, John Wynn always used to show that book, and he finally sold it.
2: Yeah, no, that's that a That one book. is
0: one of those hot, old variants that Yeah, uh, that's like. I,
2: Growing growing back then yeah. i think ratio variants really wasn't that wasn't a thing i mean that so wasn't even, the weren't even i mean it was there's just some, a cover, yeah yeah i mean there's some variants like the uncanny x-men i think it's 509 or 510 j scott campbell that was a 1 in 10 variant but at that time you know x-men really wasn't that hot i would say right. or if it was or was dying off who knows but that's a very expensive book uh same thing with uh amazing spider-man some of those uh um, what is it the new days to die new ways to die variants those are expensive um well like today it's
0: all the uh the mary jane variants are, that came out
2: right and if you remember
0: mm-hmm. that weird mary jane variant for the first appearance of Ruby williams is the variant to get the women of power one yes the first yes. appearance of Ryu williams the women of power variant is actually the one to get because she Ryu williams isn't on any of the covers so for some reason that one has been picked as the hot variant uh, somebody say Donnie Cates. I thought he was just a writer. He <laughs> is just a writer because we were talking about when uh, guys talk about things. Like yeah. Mark Brooks tweeted about something and it was a first mm-hmm. appearance. Donnie Cates does it a lot. Uh, Todd McFarlane does a lot on their social media and they'll tell you that uh, a new storyline is coming or they'll tease a brand new character and that's smart because you know it boosts sales because we're look at us we're all talking about it we're all talking about first appearances hell every Friday we post first appearance Friday. So if you guys right. on Instagram need to go on Instagram because today is Wolverine Wednesday I believe that's right and we're still doing Halloween comic covers. so remember if you're gonna post on Instagram, hashtag and tag people. that's the only way you're gonna build up a good following in the community. Uh, I think we're pushing over one hour right now. So go check out our friends at the Comic Core. They're on right now, right after this show drops off. And uh, go check Three Men in the Basement. You guys are just uh, with the Comic Corps weekend, right?
2: Yes, we were. Yes, we, we were. were. They, we were in their booth. Uh, they let us use their booth for two live shows, uh, one on Friday, one on Saturday. We want to thank them so much. Uh, they're great guys. Um, it was a fun time. So definitely, yeah, like as soon as the show's over, head over to Comic Core. They got uh, their Wednesday night show. Yeah, so if you haven't checked out the uh, Three minute in the Basement as well, we interviewed Kevin
0: Van Hook, and we talked about uh, all things Bloodshot and Kevin Van Hookie, and that's where we also found out that Bloodshot number one, that's you seeing you're sitting in front of Otto right there, is the first ever chromium cover created right. in the comic book. And-
1: industry. You can get it on eBay real cheap right now. So when we talk you're about right. buying, buying the 9.8s and stuff like that, I got it for
0: way under 100 bucks. So When you're speccing books, mm. what do we always say? We talked yeah. about it last week. Spec on the trailer. Yeah. Sell on the trailer. What just dropped? The Bloodshot trailer. What just dropped? The Star Wars trailer. So if you're sitting on any of those books and you think they're going to pop, you should sell them now because between now and the time Bloodshot gets released, anticipation may have died down. And I don't want to say it because I don't know it, but if the movie bombs, the book may drop. A perfect example of that is Iron Fist. Iron Fist, right up to before the show started, boom, Marvel Premiere 15 was going out of the door like I was going out of style. After the Iron Fist series dropped, it dropped like an anchor. Not as bad as Luke Cage. I bought the first Luke Cage. Man, after that show, that book dropped big time. But because they're big Marvel uh, comic book, appearances right we're talking bronze age first appearances is still mm-hmm. a great book to have i'm not poo-pooing it i'm just saying it's the value that you uh, apply to these and what you should spend in a mm-hmm. future episode i'm going to tell you how to buy keys for your own collection without breaking your bank by using credit it's a secret that I use. Um, that you know, if you do it right, and you won't have to pay interest. But we'll talk about that some other time. Right. <laughs> so no. On the next, probably in two weeks from now, we'll probably do another collector series. So if you have any questions, please leave them in the live chat. Congratulations to Al. Send me your email so I can send you out the first appearance of Scarlet Stains. Oh, stained glass, glass Scarlet. Stains. Oh, say it again.
2: Stained glass Scarlet. Joseph, so Stain, what did that vendor have that book for when we saw it? Uh-huh, say it again. Oh, we yeah, were, the one guy he wanted like over a hundred dollars for two. Yeah. He had a over a hundred
0: dollars. Yep. Yeah. yep. Uh, well, shout out to my man, Manimo sitting on a bunch of them. So uh, and shout, out to, shout out to the man, the Manimo for hooking us up with this. He sent me a copy and I said, Hey man, give it away to one of the viewers. So congratulations, Al. You could potentially be getting $100 comic book
2: in the mail. So any last words, Justin? Uh, Yeah. This upcoming Friday, three men in the basement. I'm doing a live unboxing for my CGC Baltimore onsite gradings, nine o'clock. Be there. It's gonna be fun. All right. I don't know the Otto. grades. All right. Otto, um, any last words?
1: Yes. Uh I will three better the basement's gonna be rocking. Justin's gonna be holding that show on Friday. On Saturday, I'm gonna be doing my uh CGC um, reveals of all the books. We don't know the grades, they're all here. Better internet collection. Yes, I'm gonna hook this all up. Right. You guys I want to apologize and I'm, he's I'm on, on Wi Fi right now. Yeah, I'm on Wi Fi. I've had some technical difficulties. I didn't have time to get the new part, but it'll be all better. And I apologize. Thank you very much for watching Three Better Basement at Lords of the Logbox. I'm gonna work on his production here, my fault.
0: All right, thanks for hanging out with you guys. I know we ran a little bit late. We've got 113 viewers. Thanks for hanging out with us. Uh, we'll be back next Wednesday. I may come out in between this weekend with a comic call. I got about 100 comics I haven't shown you. I need to get these comic calls coming out. So I put the link in the live video in the video description. Go check out our friends at the Comic Core. They are live right now and they got an important message. So go peep them out. <sighs> I think that's it, boys and girls. So Till next time, boys and girls, keep digging in them long boxes. Peace out. <laughs> TV. Shake and pull
1: it bacon, back.